Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Saved by Mother Earth podcast. I am your host, Heather Webster. And today I'm here to talk to you a little bit about kind of feeling lost and disconnected and what that might feel for you and also kind of how it came to be for me. Um, So 12 years ago, I was at that point in my early to mid thirties, I went through a divorce. And when that happened, I all of a sudden felt more adventurous. It started with just getting a comforter that I wanted. Now, how crazy is that, that I'd been with somebody for 11 years at that time. And every relationship I had even before that was all about what did they want? I would compromise on what they might want. And I remember that day when I moved out of that room and moved into my own room and I went to the store and I said, I can get a purple comforter. Imagine that feeling like all of a sudden I was like, I can get what I want. I don't have to compromise. And I started to kind of dissect that a little bit more and really start thinking about what other things have I compromised on that were more meaningful, right? Compromising on the color of a comforter, no biggie when you're in a relationship. But were there bigger things that I had compromised on? And as I started digging deeper, I started to realize that I did. I had lost completely who I was. And so for the last 12 years since that divorce, I've moved 12 times, 12 times in 12 years. I've lived in the city. I've lived in the country, rural, urban. I've, I lived in California, South Korea, and many different areas in New England. Um, New England is an area in the United States that encompasses a few of the smaller states in the Northeast. Um, So most of my time in those states, it was mostly Rhode Island and now New Hampshire. And so really moving in so many different places and still feeling like they didn't fit. I would stay there for a short time and all of a sudden need to move again. I tried a couple of relationships while I was there as well. And those were great relationships and amazing people that I'm still friendly with, but I wasn't who I was supposed to be. So I couldn't be there for them in those relationships. Tolkien has a famous quote, not all who wander are lost. I have this hanging up in my house. I have it as a sticker on my water bottle. And when I got it at first, I was thinking, oh yeah, when I'm wandering in the woods, I'm not lost. I know exactly where I am. I'm very present. But I realized over the time I was lost. For 12 years, I was lost. And even more than that, if you add all the years before that, when I was trying to figure out who I was and just being who society or other people thought I should be or who I thought I was supposed to be based on how I was raised. Now, when Tolkien wrote that, what he meant and how society kind of looks at that quote are two different ways. When he, when it was written, what he was trying to say is that when you wander without an aim, without a purpose, you are lost. But when you travel with a goal or a purpose, you're not lost. You are on a quest. 
I know I was lost because I was just going from place to place, trying to figure out what was my goal? What was I reaching for? What was my purpose? I was looking everywhere for it. As I said, I even lived in South Korea for a year. That was immediately after the divorce of something big. I remember saying to something, I need something big, something so different. And somebody mentioned South Korea and I kind of blew it off. I can't do that. That was, that was symbol number one that I was supposed to go there. When I moved back to my home state of Rhode Island from California, I was sitting there looking for jobs in Rhode Island. And the first job that came up was teach English in South Korea. That was symbol number two. And I went for it. There was no reason to not do it. It came up as the first thing on that search bar. And so I knew I had to do it. And within a couple months, I was over there for a year. But while I was there, I was so connected to home. There were many times that I did not connect. I was not present to the experience I was having in this other country. But what I did do while I was there is I explored the mountains. I was reintroduced into hiking again. I had spent so much time in the woods with my family, especially my dad and my brother. We went on hikes regularly. We played out in the woods, climbing trees, all of those kind of things, finding bugs and spiders and snakes and frogs. So when I went to South Korea, not only was it what I was supposed to do, but there is a reason I was supposed to do it, to find nature again, to find that connection again that I had when I was a child that was going to be starting to bring me back to who I was. I now, now that I am where I am, and I've done so much work around intuition, through meditation, through nature walks, through just taking time by myself, I feel like I have found my quest. And now all my adventures have a purpose. The other day, I went on a trip back to where my ancestors were from. And I went there for the purpose of trying to get some clarity and some understanding of what my next steps should be. Walking through the woods where I know my dad and my uncle have walked when they were kids. And probably my great-grandfather, maybe my grandfather, and my great-great-grandfather could have potentially walked as well. I felt so much more connected to myself and to my heritage. So I've spent so much time since my divorce solo. When I like to hike, I like to hike solo. Because I realized when I hike with somebody else, I put expectations on myself that really make it so I can't be fully connected and present because I'm always have inner dialogue. I'm not hiking fast enough. They think I'm too slow. I'm, I'm too big to do this work anymore. So I started hiking more by myself. I still enjoy hiking with others, but I really make sure that I have that solo time as well. And I started to thought, think about this. Is this selfish? I'm spending time by myself. And I started to process that a little bit more. I think many of you might feel that way sometimes when somebody tells you to do self-care and you're thinking, I have to feed the children. I have to work. I don't have time to go for a run or to meditate. I don't have time to make that food that I need to make that's going to make me feel good because I have to help everybody else. And as I started to think about that more and more of whether that was selfish, 
I started to think back to that old thought that everybody says you have to like put your oxygen mask on before others because you have to help yourself if you're going to help others. And what it really comes down to for me and maybe for you, if this speaks to you, please feel free to share that if you don't have that solo time to reconnect to yourself, there's no way you can connect with others fully because you have to understand where you are, where you're coming from, where you are right now to be able to really understand how you can connect with others. And it was this weekend or this week when I spent some time away from my home, doing day trips, spending time in nature, where I realized what my purpose was. My purpose is to help others connect how I have started to connect because you can't have a relationship unless you know where you are and where you're coming from. So how do you do that? Well, for me and for so many, I would like to say for everybody, being out in nature is key. It's where we all started. It's where our senses grow the strongest. Have you ever been outside and just spent time in one space and take that space in with every one of your senses, smelling the air, maybe smelling the pine trees? You might be walking and all of a sudden you get hit with a smell that brings you back to your childhood. Or maybe as you're using your sight, you're looking around some of the flowers that are blooming. Right now we have a lot of leaves that are changing. So the reds are really popping on those leaves. Maybe you're using your sense of touch and you're going around and feeling kind of the spininess of pine needles. Or maybe you're touching the softness of moss and really being present with it. Did you know if you open your mouth and you breathe into your mouth, if you're really present, you can taste the air on your tongue. Your taste buds will pick up the taste of the air. There's so much you can take in through your senses. I know, and this is kind of a side note, my dog, when I moved to this new house where he has more than an acre of land to really explore with all his senses, he came alive when we moved here. Before that, he kind of was like, he loved to go on walks, but like I would throw something for him and he couldn't find it. Now he can pick everything up in the scent. He's so much more alive. And that's what happens with us as humans as well. When we start connecting with our senses, we start to come alive. There's so much research in this, showing how areas of the brain get activated showing how our stress levels go down, showing how there's areas in our brain that get triggered. If we could just put the phone down, every once in a while, part of my practice is having a screen-free day. Whereas I put my phone away for the day, but it also means no computer and no TV, no screens at all. The first time I did this, I have to admit, there are many times where I wanted to pick it back up again and take a look at it. But let me tell you, when that day was done, I felt more creative. I felt more alive. I had the best sleep ever. I didn't have that blue light constantly flooding my eyes. 
I had done some reading. I have been much more productive around my house, which really boosted my self-confidence and felt good to be productive and not just sit on the couch. It felt so great. But I do have to say sometimes when I turn off the TV and the quiet is there, that's when you notice the disconnection and the loneliness. I think so many people use the screens to feel a superficial connection to other people. Now, don't get me wrong, during everything that's happened in the last year, being able to jump on Zoom and talk to my family has been amazing. But I do know there's plenty of times I put a movie on or I put the TV on or I put the radio on or I go through social media feeling like I'm doing something, feeling like I'm connected to something where really it isn't a connection that's a deep connection versus having a Zoom conversation with my family and catching up with them. It's definitely not the same when I'm just texting back and forth, not having that connection. And nothing beats that one-on-one as we all know. So there's something to be said about getting outside, turning off the electronics and just stepping outside. So I wanna leave you with a little exercise of something you can do. And you could choose what time of day you do this. You can use a blanket or a wooden chair if that's more comfortable for you. I would really recommend that you don't use anything that's a kind of a fake material like plastic to sit on. Or you can just be walking barefoot, but go outside. Sit down for a moment and really use your senses and take everything in or go for a walk. If you live in a city, it's okay. You can still do this. You don't need to walk many blocks or take the subway to the nearest park. If you did, great. But if you wanted to go wake up in the morning and just connect with something from nature, maybe you're sitting with a couple plants around you, some house plants. Or maybe you're just going downstairs to the sidewalk and kind of looking at the trees that are planted along the sidewalk. Connecting with nature in any way. Connecting with those beings from the more than human world helps us reconnect back to where we're supposed to be. To be fully connected with the earth as we say, Mother Earth and Father Sky, to be fully connected means you can be connected to yourself and start to be more connected with others. So I leave you with that exercise of spending some time outside, using your senses, and really start thinking about that quote, not all whom wander are lost. Are you wandering and going through your day with a purpose? Or are you aimlessly walking or going through the emotions without a quest, without a purpose, without direction? And what would it take 
to make some small change where you feel like where you're going and who you are is true to yourself. I leave you with that, with all my love. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Save by Mother Earth podcast. If you liked what you heard or you know others that would like it, feel free to subscribe, comment if it's available or follow. Every podcast platform has a different way of engagement. And also, if you liked it, feel free to screenshot what you're seeing. Even if you're in the car listening to this, screenshot the thing on your dashboard and put that on social media and tag me on Instagram at Heather Webster Wellness. For now, take care.